health information from experts, supported by research. From University of Utah Health, this is thescoperadio.com. Advancements in recent years have changed how doctors diagnose and treat thyroid cancer. However, overtreatment still a major concern. So how can you as a patient make sure that you get an accurate diagnosis and then the thyroid cancer treatment that you actually need? Dr. Jason Hunt is the clinical director of Head and Neck Surgical Oncology at University of Utah Health and the Huntsman Cancer Institute. Dr. Hunt, now I understand the first part of ensuring proper treatment is getting an accurate diagnosis. How can a patient be confident that their thyroid cancer diagnosis is accurate? This is the first step. There is oftentimes some confusion. You know, most patients don't show up with something that is causing a lot of a lot of difficulties with their quality of life. They show up with a lump in the neck. Sometimes they don't even show up with a lump in the neck. They got a CT scan for something totally different. Maybe they fell and hit their head, went and got a scan in the emergency room and said, you have a, a nodule on your thyroid gland. And that kind of leads this series of events. They, they go and, and see someone and get an ultrasound. Ultrasound says, well, we need to stick a needle in it. And, and the interesting thing about the, the biopsies for these nodules is that oftentimes they are indeterminate. So oftentimes they'll come back and, and it'll be, it'll say something such as, you know, atypia of undetermined significance, leaving the, the, kind of leaving the patient, leaving you like, well, what is this and what do I do next? Over the past five to 10 years, we've actually changed a little bit on how we manage these situations. Previously, if you had that type of diagnosis that was inconclusive, we would tell you, you have a 10% risk of cancer, but the only way we're going to know for sure is by taking, is by doing a surgery, by taking out half of your thyroid gland. And we don't have to do that anymore. We've now kind of honed in more, you know, the, the world's moved a lot more towards the genetics of it. So looking at the mutations, looking at specific markers and what a marker is, a marker is something, oftentimes it's a protein or something that's produced by the tumor that may give you a, a hint or a sign that it's cancer. And, and so now, instead of going straight to surgery to take out half your thyroid gland, we actually talked to you about, let's do some more tests. We may be able to, to actually downgrade this to a completely benign nodule that you, you do not need any surgery, you don't need anything for. So from what I understand, um, over-treatment of thyroid cancer, uh, you know, was pretty common. I mean, is it still pretty common? Is that still going on? Yeah, I, I would say, unfortunately, it is. Um, you know, I think a lot of people have are still treating it um, like that we did 10, 15 years ago. And so more aggressive surgeries are being done, more radioactive iodine that, that then really needs to be performed um, is still is still ongoing. There's usually two people that are involved in your care. So there's a surgeon and then there's an endocrinologist. And, and you really want to make sure that both of those individuals have, you know, I don't even want to say expertise because, you know, if you're living somewhere, you're not near a major city, maybe you're, you're, you're not, you're going to see someone that, that does a little bit more general, but, but you still want to make sure that they're kind of up to date, that they on a regular basis are treating patients with thyroid cancer. And that's important for the endocrinologist and the surgeon. That, that's what's going to help you to make sure that you're actually getting kind of more up to date treatment. And, and there's also resources out there that you can follow. And, and maybe it helps to give you those questions. Yeah. You know, at Huntsman Cancer Institute, we're, we're an NCI designated cancer center. And so I, I sit on the, NC, the NCCN uh, thyroid cancer panel, and we actually help to create guidelines. And, and that's readily available to everyone out there. Um, there's also an, an American Thyroid Association uh, that also helps to publish guidelines. And, and these are your friends. And I think if you're being offered treatment that do not show up in these guidelines, 
it's important to ask the question. So let's say that there's a situation where a patient is um, working with an endocrinologist that um, maybe isn't up to date on the latest stuff because, you know, it's hard to keep up on that stuff. Sure, right? it is. Um, you know, what kind of how, how would be the best approach? What kind of question could they ask? What kind of information could they bring? The American Thyroid Association and the NCCN, are, those are really great resources. And, and there's good questions on those on those websites, especially the American Thyroid Association. They can kind of help to prompt you on, on the questions you should be asking. If you're seeing a surgeon, there's a lot of good surgeons that are out there. And, and certainly for most thyroid cancers, you don't have to be at, at, at an, a, a university setting. You know, there's a lot of good doctors out there. But, but you should be able to ask the questions of how often do you do this you know, from a surgeon? You, you really want your surgeon that, that does probably at least 20 or 30 thyroidectomies a year staying up to date. And, and the endocrinologist, you just, you just want to make sure that they're kind of also seeing on a regular basis thyroid cancer patients. Dr. Hunt, thank you for clarifying that for us. And if you or a loved one have received a thyroid cancer diagnosis and you want to further educate yourself about the condition and how it should be treated, we have two additional interviews that could be helpful. First, a deep dive on diagnosis and treatment of thyroid cancer and why a wait-and-see approach could be the best strategy. And if you and your doctor decide to pursue treatment, our second piece is all about what you can expect before, during, and after thyroid cancer treatment. You can find links to those episodes in the episode description. Have a question about a medical procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at thescoperadio.com.